0: And welcome to the podcast, which is linked to the Strategic Management Unit. Here today is myself, Raymond Watson, who is the Head of Online Learning within the Open Training College. And I have beside me Mr Brendan Collins, who is the Course Director for the Management Programmes within the Open Training College. Do you want to say hello, Brendan?
1: Of course I do. Good afternoon, everybody. It's uh, wonderful to be here with Raymond. We're looking forward to discussing the topic of Strategic Planning and all its facets well perhaps not all of the facets but quite a number of them indeed so we hope that this discussion will if nothing else get you to think a little bit differently about strategic planning and look at the process from a number of different perspectives there's no one rule to undertake strategic planning so what we're going to do is just look at a number of ways of viewing the process
0: absolutely we're going to look at this is actually taken from cbs news from america Uh, article they did on their money watch section which looks at 10 rules for effective strategic planning they basically say yes it's a a complex process it really is and so therefore like what are some of the rules to make sure that it goes as smoothly as possible and that's what we're going to be looking at so the first question i'm going to have brendan is um, definition like what what is your definition of strategic management and how would you share that definition with a team
1: yeah the first thing to notice is that or to note is that strategic planning isn 't about a plan like going to the shops, okay it is actually think big picture stuff all right, so think of strategy mm-hmm. i don 't equate any kind of process that we encounter in human services with warfare, yeah. but when you do engage in warfare, you do need a strategy okay, yeah. in order to be successful, yeah. So really you're talking about the organisation's future direction as opposed to a department or section of the organisation. Having said that, you may have a a department within a larger organisation that has a very clear focus and needs to plan big. So therefore, really strategic planning is about big picture stuff. It's about looking ahead Oftentimes, organisations, particularly in human services, may define them as three or five-year plans. That yes, have plans. I've run into them. Yes, yeah, they'd be quite uh, quite popular. I know my experience in the past. I suppose one of the things we may be that we may that we should tell people, Raymond, is that between us, we've quite a lot of years of experience of yeah. working in human services. So we've been around for a while. Um, and I know that with some organisations I've worked with in the past strategic planning has been viewed as almost a you know the, the golden calf type of thing yeah. and that people may talk about what things may look like in five years time when in fact I hadn't a clue uh, so it looked good at the time but now uh, in the in the era that we're in that you really need to be clear about yeah. your direction that's really what it's about Where where is the organisation going it isn't aspirational. It isn't a vision. It is a plan. Okay. So two words, strategic, as in strategy and plan. It is not a vision for the organisation for the future.
0: Okay. So it's focusing on those key goals and strategies and how to achieve them. Absolutely. And yeah. looking into the future. Yes. Which is an interesting area itself, predicting the future. It's difficult. Like oh, yes. Um, yeah. uh, I, I looked at, uh, I read uh, Taleb's book, The Black Swan, and uh, his view on predicting the future is nobody can. (laughs) Therefore, it is it's it's a plan to bring you forward. Very much so into the future, and
1: it's based on. And we'll be looking at this as we go along. But again, I suppose some key things to remember are basically: what are you about? What's your mission? And what are your overall objectives? Yeah. Whenever you're in doubt about anything always go back to the mission of your organisation and the objectives of your organisation because sometimes people are very good at wandering away from those and then saying oh I didn't know but the fact of the matter is you look at your mission what are you there what, why do we exist and what are the objectives that build that mission and therefore that helps you move forward so no we can't predict the future but we can, we can plan for how we are going to proceed as an organisation
0: excellent excellent That. Uh, yeah absolutely in relation to definition and who owns this process brendan like who who owns a strategic planning process within an organization
1: yeah um in order to get the the ball rolling um you need your, uh, you know, your senior folk within the organisation. That's what they're paid to do. Yeah, um, and that's not about us and them or who has the power or anything like that. Yeah. But if you consider fr- people working in frontline positions, supporting people who avail of services, they have uh, quite a, enough to be doing already. Yeah. As we know, the job of an executive team or a senior management team is to plan ahead, to make sure, like a, the captain of a ship, to make sure. That the ship is going in the right direction and that they're not going to hit any icebergs. So the first owners are your your CEO, your 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 board of directors, your senior management team. Of course, it depends on the size of the organisation, but it starts off by being led and owned by the more senior members of the organisation. Having said that, you don't you don't just simply hold on to it for the next three yeah. or five years. The important thing is that people do buy in; they uh, take ownership of it mm. in terms of their own part of the of the plan. But initially, it is for the um, the executive, if we want to call them that, yeah. uh, to to start that pro- uh, th- that ball rolling. Indeed, excellent, excellent. And what sort of team should they build around them? Again, it depends on your organisation. Yeah. Uh, I've worked with small organisations, and when I say small, I, I mean. That they'd be localised, not necessarily having a lot of um, satellites. For instance, uh, there's one organisation I'm thinking in the of in the northwest of the country, where the people who are were st- the who were strategizing mm. were basically the team members who had yeah. pro- responsibility for for projects. So they all had something to offer. So that was that was the team. It was the organisation because it was a smaller organisation. So depending on where you're going, but in your, in the general scope of things, your team is the people who are going to manage this process. So okay. yes, you can say it's the executive team, but the team, the initial group of people have to turn around and say, who do we need on this team? Yeah, And you and I, Raymond, with work that we've done in a variety of different contexts, we'll always say, like, who have we got around the table and who else do we need? Mm. Similarly, we've often said that... We've said, do we need all of these people that we have already? Are are these simply surplus? So there's no point in having, you know, two of the same type of person. Oh, yeah. So let's get another type of person into the room. So I suppose that's another aspect around the team. No egos allowed.
0: Yeah. OK. Very good. And um, I suppose in that, like more people mean more ideas, which means... Yep. Yeah. It becomes even more complex. Very much so. So yeah. that
1: has to be managed. Yeah. Look, it's like any team. And again, with the work that we've done on teamwork, you know, there are the seven features of effective teams that oh, yeah. is covered in one, another of our modules. And one of the first, uh, one of the first pieces that people look at is the size of the team. And apparently, a small is the best type yeah. of team. I'd argue that in the sense that. You know, if you have a, a soccer team, yeah. you actually need 11 people. Yeah. So if I went forward and said, no, 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 you only need a smaller team, and I appeared with three people, for instance, yes. that's not going to work. Yeah. So size is appropriate. Okay. So again, back to, the, back to your organization, back to what you're about. How, how, uh, what size should it be as opposed to what size do you want it to be? Mm. Having said that, do not have it so big as you say yeah. it's unmanageable it's, it's it just turns into everything it just makes everything more complex and yeah. um, complicated indeed yes very much so
0: excellent and what about um for uh, whatever team is dealing with strategic management or strategic planning like what should be the rules of engagement here yeah it's like any team that works together
1: what's your culture how how are you going to develop that culture in terms of mm. how do we do this the thing to remember is that people who work in human service organisations in the main are professionals. Yeah. So therefore, they should behave professionally. And certainly, if your team, your strategic team, is made up of an executive team, for instance, and senior uh, senior managers yeah. and experienced people, then they should know how to behave themselves. So ground rules should be clearly set very quickly and very easily.
0: Okay. Thank you very much. And in, in relation to um, the process itself implies change. Yes. So if we're moving forward and things may change in, in the process of moving forward. So how about defining the reason for doing this and then selling it to everybody that works in your organisation? How would you do that or how would you propose to do that?
1: Sure. The, the, rather than simply turning around and saying oh we're going into a room to develop our strategic plan you know oh yeah great and um, we know where that leads oh yes we're, we're very clear about saying yes here's what our strategic plan is mm-hmm. for the next five years and this is what we're working on if you want to give it a specific name yeah. as in things like you know uh, moving to the future or whatever oh yes i'm not trying to be Trendy in any way. Sometimes giving it a name gives it a sense of identity. Yeah. Similarly, what are your objectives? So what? Are, what are the objectives that you're going to work against? Mm. Within the Open Training College, uh, one of the things that, as as you and I know, Raymond, mm. that if we're developing a, a a learning plan of some sort, yes. So whether it's a module or whether it's this, indeed, this strategic planning, um, uh, unit. We need to have an overall yeah. aim of yeah. the learning. So the yeah. aim of this module is to yeah. whatever. But we also have a set of objectives. So the objectives drive mm-hmm. the overall aim. So what are the things that are going to bring oh, that yeah. aim to fruition? Yeah. In the same way with a strategic plan is, well, what is it your plan is? So that's the overarching reason why we're doing mm. this, because we want to... Uh, we want to grow or we want to stay the same or we want to develop our services in a particular way yeah and your objectives will tell you how to do that and the 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 sooner you can define those and clarify them for people then you can turn around and say to people here we are this is what we're doing with our plan yeah and um and our objectives these are what are driving the the overall plan our aim indeed
0: Oh, very good. And because it kind of, this moves on to the next question, which is obviously situation or SWOT analysis. Yep. So a SWOT analysis, like what's the fundamental ingredient of a, of a SWOT analysis? Like what really do people need to be with themselves?
1: Honest. Yeah. Will be the first thing. So this is impotence. Yeah. Uh, SWAT is it's, it's, for starters it's a great tool it's been around yeah. forever I think I, I think you know the pharaohs yeah. used it to build the pyramids yeah. but in terms of SWAT everybody knows how to do it yeah and for instance again if I may uh, here in the college we've used SWAT I think uh, oh, numerous kindly, times kindly. and yet every time you use it even with the same people uh, always something new comes up yeah or even if it doesn't, <laughs> uh, that there's repetition at least it confirms of what what yeah. we're doing. Uh, so I always find that interesting. So SWAT, as, as it suggests, is it's an acronym. As, as uh, S stands for strengths, W for weaknesses. I know we like, don't like the term weaknesses; we prefer areas for development. Uh, they're the internal environment. Yeah. So what's good about our organization, our team, our group, uh, in terms of what 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 are our strengths? And then, what are the things that aren't so good? As in um, uh, the weaknesses, Um, and sometimes you may have uh, you may have both something that's a a strength and Mm. also it can be a weakness. In terms of looking to the external environment, we look at opportunities. So, what's coming over the hill in terms of things that we might avail of, such as uh, a new government, an election. Uh, the fact that uh, the economy may be on the upturn is mm. that just is that going to affect us in some way? Um, then looking against the external environment, we look at threats. So a threat at the moment mm. within the Irish context, as we know, is the whole Brexit thing yeah. because of the unsuretness. We're still a bit unsure how is this going to affect, for instance, disability services, human services, etc. Uh, but we still put it in there. Mm. Um, so. But the most important thing is you're capturing, particularly as a team, people's informed opinions and yeah. informed insights. So they, this may come from the work they do. It may come from the people they engage in. It may be what they're doing in terms of viewing, for instance. The, there are different environments such as newspaper, news sites, mm-hmm. etc., publications they're reading. So this brings into the whole mix of SWAT and it also it tells us where we are and it also just it, it confirms where we are I should say and it also tells us something about what might be coming at us in the yeah. future
0: yeah and that's where you need to be honest about what is the competition out there you very know so. it's very easy to kind of say you know we're okay we, we've survived for 10, mm. 20, 30 <laughs> years <Yes. laughs> but it's the old classic you know you look at um, the list of organisations who were in the top 100 shares, for example, on the London Stock Exchange, even 20 years ago, yes. there's only about 10% of them left, if that. Very much so. You know, yes. things change so rapidly, and you yeah. need to be totally. This is the time for you to be honest, yes, with yourself and with your organisation. And that kind of leads on to the next question, which is: Is there anything that should be off the menu in relation to strategic management, or should everything be on the table?
1: You, you need that focus and that's what you were yeah. talking about that whole thing of being honest when you want to take SWAT yeah. there, in the CBS uh, column uh, article mm. it talks about no sacred cows mm. in other words what they're saying is you don't start getting precious about yeah. oh well I, I developed this programme or my programme or my people or whatever yeah. if something needs to be said mm. and needs to be addressed So, for instance, if, yes, your people are the people who may be holding everything back, Mm. that needs to be said. People don't own organisations in human services. They work for them. So, you know, as I was saying, this concept of being precious about something. And, look, it's only natural that, yeah, if people have been given something, you know, supporting something for 5, 10, 15 Mm. years, Mm. so whether it's a... A type of work that's going on in a in a department or in a service or whatever. Mm. Of course, they're reluctantly going to give that up, but we need to be pragmatic. And as you yourself were saying, you know, think of the companies that were around before and they're not anymore. Mm. If you remain still, that's exactly where you'll stay. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so very still. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so we just need to mind this at the same time that doesn't mean that we're we're brutal with one another you no. know, this isn't a, some sort of cutthroat business mm-hmm. it isn't a donald trump situation yes. but at the same time we need to be honest with yeah. one another and say look maybe that hasn't worked or maybe we need to move on it's not unlike uh, for instance you established an organization 50 years ago for young children and at the time, they might have been two or three years of age, which is fine. That was the focus, uh, early childhood education care setting, et cetera, marvellous. And those children have remained with you, OK? Mm-hmm. What are you going to do? Are you going to still be providing services that are based around early childhood education and care? Yeah. Yes, you can take some of the values and the principles from that, no problem with that. They can be applied to any group of people. But you're still going to be adapting as you go along. So yeah. as these children grew and then they turn into teenagers, for instance, you would have provided a particular type of service. As they became young adults, another type of service. Now as they become an an ageing population, not too old indeed, but as they begin to become more older in life, uh, you need to prepare for that as well. So, yes, the values can remain the same, but the work that you do, the objectives are going to be different. Yeah. So while you may have 50 years ago with your young children been planning, you know, nature walks, etc. Mm. Great. You wouldn't necessarily be doing that with your group now. Mm. You may be looking at lifelong learning, for instance, uh, making sure people know how to access new technology. In some cases, you may actually be looking at, for instance, planning for retirement, etc. All yeah. of these things. So you get my drift in terms of you adapt accordingly. Yeah. So therefore, we need to be mindful of that.
0: Is there any particular skill you would need doing strategic management? Like, how how like how do you generate the ideas here?
1: Yeah, well, of course, um, again, r- making reference to the CBS article, they talk about brainstorming, yeah. which everybody's familiar with at this stage. Yeah. It's, we call it, you know, the whiteboard thinking, blue sky thinking. Everything's up for grabs. Mm. Uh, we don't judge. We don't discount anything. Um, CBS suggests, you know, ranking ideas and all oh, that, yeah. which makes it interesting. You know, three for the best one, two not so you know, not so good. One maybe we might think about it or mm. whatever. The other model that we're familiar with here in the Open Training College and many of our uh, the people who come to study with us will be familiar with the whole process of um, creative uh, thinking as in um, Edward de Bono's Six Thinking Hats. That's yeah. always a good way of generating ideas. It's also a bit of fun. People like it. Yeah. And it lightens the mood a bit. And that's okay, too, by the way. Yeah, uh, You can have fun doing this. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it is allowed. Um, yes. And actually, indeed, some of the best planning that uh, we've been involved in has been with people that have, who know how to have a good time. Oh, and yeah. I'm not talking about foolishness. I'm talking about people who can be, you know... Uh, jolly people along have a bit of yeah. fun a few jokes etc and, and yet remain serious about the overall project mm. yeah so the look if the more tools you have it's your typical situation in that the more tools you have in your toolbox yeah for this kind of work the better so again it comes back to being experienced um, it's it's been knowledgeable it's been willing to try different tools yeah and to experiment, yeah. indeed, that's another aspect. So, generally speaking, yes, you can talk about brainstorming, but that's really only yeah. one tool that can be used. Um, I know that we've used quite a number oh, in yeah. order to ensure that we we come back to the same answers. Yeah, So validity. Very much yeah. so. Yeah. So we're testing them, exactly. Yeah. Um and as we as we know, repetition is good. So yeah. once the themes keep keep coming up, that's a that's a good sign and a reassuring yeah. sign indeed. So as you correctly say, validity. Yeah. Uh, that's it, exactly it indeed.
0: Cool. And also uh, oh, you've done the strategic planning management and you're starting to think about moving forward now. Yes. So what would be the best way to start to get the message out to the rest of the team?
1: Yeah that's about again having your um having your discussions around this uh you know informing people a of the work that you're doing mm. right so people know about that and not everybody has to be involved as we already yeah. spoke about but once you start once your findings start coming to the fore look yeah. oh, this is what we're doing here this is what we're this is a picture that's emerging you start feeding that yeah. back to people um and Uh, you also need feedback so again depending on the size of your organisation in some cases that will have to be done very strategically excuse the pun in terms of getting people's feedback in a very logical way so we know that for instance some organisations have what they might call listening exercises so they present their findings and they hear what people have to say in other cases with smaller organisations it may be occasionally bringing everybody together mm-hmm. i worked with an organization who've done this where they literally took a day and they looked at their findings and they presented them to a, a staff team of about 50 people oh. and they broke up into groups and mm-hmm. they explored it and they spoke about how they felt and they charted it was not really good stuff oh good good and overall people liked what they heard they didn't yeah. always agree with the direction which is absolutely fine so it's also about then once people within the organisation are seeing what's happening, are informed, and then providing feedback, you can then start gently moving out into the external environment to yeah. get opinions from others, uh, trusted sources yeah. who before they might have been called consultants. God forbid us, but in terms of uh, maybe other colleagues from other organisations are. Or, People who are associated with the organisation in some indirect way, so it's it's entirely up to yourselves. But getting that kind of feedback is really really important. Um, Yeah, and that helps to even formulate the ideas even more. Indeed,
0: because then you have your plan and you're going to you're going to bring it forward. So you're going to start to enact what you've decided. Yes, and there and therefore you're back into that cycle, don't aren't you? Very much so. Well,
1: look if you're talking about you know moving your plan forward yeah you can do worse than apply the four functions of management yeah as proposed by richard daft yeah i know interesting name (laughs) indeed but in terms of where he talks about you know he talks about having your plan so what's your plan that's your first function but indeed that may be the first function but that may have been identified through the fourth function which I'll yeah. come to in a minute but anyway you've got your plan so that's your first function you then you, you go move to organising Yeah. so that's deciding who's going to do what what yeah. resources you need uh, how's it going to happen what are your timelines etc yeah. the third function is then leadership so who's leading out on this yeah. so who, who at the end of the day where do we say the book stops here who's going to motivate everybody who's going to say how are we doing here And then the fourth function, which I've made reference to, is monitoring or controlling or evaluating, indeed. So how are we doing? Did we meet our milestones, etc.? But your plan may have originated from there, from your evaluation of something previous, as in the evaluation of the previous um, strategic plan, that may have given you the fodder or food or structure for your new plan. So the four functions are a good way to move it forward. Um, Excellent. uh,
0: So, yeah, there you go. Absolutely. And uh, the devil's really in the detail. Like um, Looking at an example would have been the Good Friday Agreement, for example, up north. Yes. And uh, brilliant strategy in relation to moving forward in a peaceful manner. But the devil really was in the detail about how people perceived it and brought it forward. And um, and it's funny, the smallest things, like my experience of strategic management, for example, within the college was, I remember we did a plan way back in 2003. And in that plan, one of the smallest elements was actually the online bit. It was are. more sort of a, this is happening, let's go and investigate it. And by the time we came back to the strategic plan, the online had basically become a core part of the models so. that run the college on. So the smallest part that can arise from, you know, and that was through SWAT where we were weak on online and the, there were threats of people using online and, and opportunities for us to develop it, and we have. And it's it's really, I, I always find that incredible that it grew from such a small seed, but that seed was contained within a strategic management process, a strategic plan. So, Brendan, thank you very much. Um, you, is Reynolds. there anything you want to finally say just before... In, in relation to this process um, the overall
1: process in terms of um, well A strategic planning naturally it's hugely important organisations yeah. cannot survive without it yeah. the other side of it is, is that I also again from I think you'd agree in this Raymond that when people talk about strategic planning there's yeah. almost a kind of a not a fear factor but it's almost like a bit of a worry about it in yes. terms of language etc strategic planning is just it's moving forward Okay, yeah. you can either move forward without a plan and see how how you get on with there but think of anything in your life in terms of your plan so we can plan the small stuff literally what are we going to have for lunch what are we going to do tonight etc the big stuff is we, we, we've all do it we, our strategic plan is where do I want to live where do I want to buy my house you know etc etc all of these things so it's look it's important stuff but it's not it's not it's not something that's magical or something that only a select group of people can do Uh, yes people with experience and a particular type of training obviously will do it but it's also too important it's it's important to remember that this is part and parcel of organizational thinking absolutely practice it's as simple as that it's a It's something that we need to do, and we do do it.
0: It's that opportunity to stop and think about where you want to go into the future. Um, So thank you, Brendan. Thank Um, you, Raymond. um, Thank you very much for, for that. That was excellent. And also, thank you for listening to this podcast. And Brendan and myself and the Open Training College hope that you enjoy this online offering with strategic management And uh, we hope to hear again from you in the future. Thank you very much.